You've tuned into the Bellingham Podcast for the week of January 7. Happy New Year, 2018, episode 63. From the city by the sailor sea, I am still AJ Barsay. And whether you like it or not, I am Chris Powell. On this episode, on the 12th day after Christmas, your favorite two podcasters will share with thee 12 months of new experiences, 11 wisecracks, 10 web links in the show notes, and you get the point. A belated happy 2018 to you and your family. Let's get this party started. This is season four of the Bellingham Podcast. Season four. Four is a lucky number for me. I like it. How are you doing, Chris? I'm doing just fine. Uh, Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year. Uh, Hopefully this year will be prosperous Mm -hmm. for uh, both of us and our families and for all those that we happen to come into contact with. Yeah. Speaking of keeping in contact with, if you're listening to the show and you're like, wow, you guys are in a noisy place. Hey, Chris, where are we again? We are in the... The, our second office, if you will. Uh, I think I've said this on, what, three occasions so far? Sure. We were in the upstairs room in Woods Coffee Barkley Village, overlooking the Cinemaplex Regal Cinema 16 monstrosity. <laughs> uh, we are in the upper room and recording among the ambient throng of people uh, enjoying their caffeinated beverages. Yep, happy Friday. And right. I am I am actually drinking decaf today. And so. the funny thing is on that hook, yeah. this is actually the 12th day after Christmas that we are recording this. So hey. my, ho- my hook is factually correct. I like this. I just had to say that. I like it. So starting off this new year, hey, Chris, what are you doing? Well, for the new year, you know, uh, I think maybe now that this is our second go around in resolution time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, this is my second go around in saying I don't do resolutions. However, do you want to see my shock face again? Yes. There it is. Uh, <laughs> so in lieu of resolutions, like everyone else does, I, I never really uh, have much success with sustaining through the 12 months of the year. Uh, however, I decided that I wanted to take things month at a time because I could certainly do a month. Last year, I uh, did a little bit of a food alterca- alteration, yeah, altercation, yeah. Uh, modification with my wife, Whole30. That took 30 days. Um, I'm trying some things for a month. Want to know what I'm doing? Yes. Okay. So, f- for example, uh, I am not that much of a voracious reader. That's not one of the descriptions you would have for me. Well, you read a lot of like web pages. Web pages, uh, are like 500, 750 words of nonfiction technical information. Yeah. But when you're reading a science fiction novel... Oh, you mean book books. Book books. Got it. The ones that have paper that you can actually write on a pencil with. Paper. <laughs> paper. Uh, so I want to try, and how many of you do this all the time and you're thinking, what the heck are you doing, Chris? This is nothing new. Well, it's new to me. I'd like to be able to say I read a book a month. Groovy. And uh, I want to be able to knock out 12 books in 12 months. Stay tuned to see if I'm actually able to, <laughs> to do that. But in the meantime, I'm on page 12 of the first science fiction novel that I'm reading or the first novel I'm reading, and uh, I'm enjoying carving out time for that. Cool. Um, in addition, I, you know, you got to keep your tech chops sharpened if you're a technologist like us. And while I say that I know Windows and I know Mac and I know iOS and I know Android, I do know, know Linux, but not that much. And so I'm going to try something. I bought a little bit of a burner laptop or a cheap... Well, what do you mean by a burner laptop? A cheap laptop that is a few years old. It's a PC it uh, doesn't have the latest and greatest specs. It's not the new shiny. But guess what? I paid $60 for it <laughs> off, of, off of the bay. And uh, not a big investment. But what I can do is I can install an operating system or what they call, what the kids call a distro of Linux. <laughs> Short for distribution. Yes. 
uh, one distro a month. And so I'm going to go for uh, Linux Mint. If those of you uh, playing at home, you know that that's a new, one of the most popular distros out there. But in February 1st, I'm going to delete that laptop and install something new. So uh, yeah, you get the point. Just trying to do a little bit of uh, a little bit of analog combined with digital and expand my mind and uh, expand my arsenal of knowledge. What about your, so back to your analog things that you're doing for the next 12 months, what about your life logging? What are you doing with that? Uh, you know, um, it, it's in, journaling is really like where I'm kind of writing my thoughts and feelings and things like that. And I tried that and I really don't do very well with that. Hmm. Um, I express my thoughts and feelings through a newsletter that I tend to do, you know, kind of an essay format. But uh, for journaling, I think I'm going to call it life logging, like you uh, mentioned. Um, got a bullet journal, and I want to just kind of, what happened today? And what thoughts did I have that I want to kind of keep in mind for the future? And what events are coming up in the future? So I can kind of see a little bit of a glimpse at a glance without having to revert to a device to see what I got going on of hmm. uh, in the near future. So anyway, doing a little bit of life logging on a daily basis, that's important because I don't want to lose momentum. I'm, you know, six days in, which is nice, but, uh, you know, little by little. So that's what I got going on. How about you, AJ? What's going on for 2018? Much like yourself, I don't do the resolution thing. I, I, one, if I do do it, I kind of like knock, knock it like out. I set my, I set a low goal, I guess. Like whenever I've done a resolution, it's just like, I'm going to do 12 books in 12 weeks and just pound it out because I can't wait a year. I'm impatient. Okay. okay? So you want to, you want to set a goal that you're going to wake up every morning. Yeah, basically I got other things to do. Like I, I just don't want to limit myself in my day and be like, Oh, I have to work on this one thing. No, no. I have enough projects in my life that I juggle. So most, of, most of it is, much like yourself, I like to log things. I journal. I've been journaling since I was like eight. And I've got the the, the Moleskin uh, Traveler that I, I got. And it's been working out really well because I've got a lot of sketches that I've been working on. Like when you walked in, you saw me working on a prototype of a watch. And like I've got a whole bunch of things cooking. And that thing is my other brain. But with it, because I'm, I'm working on watches and all their stuff, I order stuff from around the world. And so one of the things that you, you introduced me to a new vocabulary word. We have a new word for some in 2018. Go for it. And I believe you called it phileity? No. 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 Um, you, you're talking about stamps. Yes. I'm I, stealing your thunder. Oh, yes. And the term for being a stamp collector, which I was when I was eight years old. Okay. While you were journaling, I was licking the hinges on these stamp things <laughs> into a stamp book, and it's called philatelist. Philately. P-H-I-L. A-T-E-L-I-S-T, -E philatelist. Okay. See, I kick button spelling bees in middle school, too. I see that. So anyway, you are a philatelist. Yeah, so that, well, that's where I was going with this, is in my journal, I have my back cover where as I'm getting parts from around the world, I'm going to take the stamp, rip it off, and, uh, as well as the person's DNA, stick it into my journal, <laughs> <laughs> and kind of keep, keep a collection of, of stuff. So I've, I've ordered stuff uh, out of... Uh, uh, Eastern Europe, and I have uh, a stamp from uh, the DGR down in Australia, down under, uh, and a stamp from Canada, because that's not hard for us. And just as I'm ordering stuff from around the world, I'm going to see in one year how many stamps I can get from around the world just by doing my normal business. eBay will send you a Christmas card with all your orders, huh? Sure. All right. <laughs> sounds good. So that's all I'm doing. It's for the next year. Like I said, it, it's something that it's just, I would do it anyway. And it's just something stupid fun to put in my journal. And I'm collecting 12 months worth of stamps. TLDR, <laughs> do something fun for yourself in 2018, folks. Yeah, it doesn't have to be grueling. No, 
It should be fun because we don't have enough fun in our lives, if you know what I'm saying. So, so guess what I did uh, before this recording? What did you do? I interviewed a realtor. Wait, a realtor? A realtor. A realtor. Yes. Um, So AJ and I have wonderful conversations here on the Bellingham Podcast, and we thoroughly enjoy this. But you know, I was asking myself, self, what is something that we could do to augment our, uh, our show to try to provide a little bit more Bellingham flair? Because we talk about your tech, we talk about your EDC, talk about your outside, talk about your watches, talk about your tech. And uh, don't do much Bellingham. So I, <clears throat> I was able to interview a, a young and up-and-coming realtor uh, here in Bellingham. Her name is Katie Thomas. And she works Hi, the, Katie. Hi, Katie. You're the goods. Um, and she works for the Molyat Group here in town. And I had a chance to ask her a little bit about uh, the housing market and what's in her EDC and some of her tech. Hmm. And, some, and I don't think we touched on watches. But anyway, uh, why don't we go to the tape? So I'm here with uh, Katie Thomas, who is a young up-and-coming realtor with the Mull Yacht Group here in Bellingham. Katie, thanks so much for joining us on the Bellingham Podcast. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. I'm excited to be interviewing you. So uh, let's, get, let's get started. So how's the Bellingham housing market doing as we are now in 2018? So uh, home values are up still and sales are down. And we've had record low inventory for quite a while now. And that is projected to continue into 2018, um, which is unsustainable. Why is that? Um, So lots of reasons I'll get into. That's cool. Um, Yeah. So um, our economy and job base is projected to grow, which will help, but not enough uh, to sustain the increased housing prices. Um, the average person living in Bellingham is between 31 and 32 years old. And so that's, mm-hmm. that's a very interesting uh, statistic. So yeah. it's, it, it's more in the 30-somethings versus the older populations in a lot of ways. Well, so it is, but the age is increasing. Okay. So um, it used to be around 29. It's driving up. It's going to continue, I think. Um, And a big part of that is lack of jobs. Understandable, Um, yes. Mostly tech, in my opinion. I I know that very well, yes. Yes, yes. So um, we have the third largest state college, which you know. Yes, Um, we're familiar with that. And so that's great. But currently, four out of five jobs in Whatcom County are government-based. Um, that being said, there is word of some neat tech-based programs coming soon, so hopefully that will improve the situation. Um, and getting back to the age thing, while it's been challenging for graduates seeking jobs, uh, many people who are retiring are coming here. That's and interesting. Does that counterbalance the 30-somethings with uh, those in an older demographic? Yes, and I think that the number will continue to go up. Um, Birch Bay was just named the most tax-friendly place in Washington State to retire. Really? Yes. Okay. Um, so that's definitely, we are a sought-out place for retirees. Uh, my husband and I are a great example of two people who were born and raised in Whatcom County, and we attended local colleges, and we were able to find jobs here. 
but we did consider the Seattle scene briefly. Mm-hmm. But Bellingham is our home, and we wanted to do everything we could to stay. So. I've seen a lot of bumper stickers about Bellingham. Yeah. yeah, there, yeah. Yes, exactly. Yes. So let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, lots of construction going on around Bellingham and Whatcom County. Um, is there an area that is experiencing more growth than others? Yes. So... As you may have seen, there's a lot of talk about the waterfront. Oh, yes. Um, That is probably the place in Bellingham that has the most potential for growth for us. Um, And that could be uh, residential, dense housing, office space, uh, parks. There's a lot of different um, ideas there, but ideally it would be a little bit of everything. And... The way that Bellingham is laid out right now, to really grow, we need to grow up. We don't have a lot of room to grow out at this point, um, but there are a few key places left. Where's that? Uh, the Bellingham Golf Course. Oh yeah, over there off uh, South Meridian or uh, South mm-hmm. Meridian area, okay. Uh, some areas around U Street. Right, got and it. And then some areas in uh, Barkley, where we are now. Yes, uh, for what it's worth also, if you hear some ambient noise, uh, folks, we are <laughs> recording live in one of AJ's and my uh, usual spots. This is Woods Coffee in uh, Barkley Village, right by the Monstrosity, uh, also known as the Barkley Cinema. So I uh, forgive the uh, di- <laughs> digression. Uh, what else? Um, so outside of Bellingham, I just have to hit on that for a minute. Sure. So mostly north. Um the cheapest housing right now, if people are looking, is Birch Bay, Ferndale, and then Linden. Okay. And all of these areas are still experiencing growth. Okay. Yeah, for a long time to come, it sounds like. Yes. Yeah, it doesn't look like things are uh, stopping or getting a correction. Yeah, if you are looking for a place to invest to get a good return, I would suggest those places. Very good. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. So. Uh, let's let's take a break from the realtor home talk for a yeah. little bit. Um, one of the things that AJ and I talk about on the podcast is about your EDC or your everyday carry. So uh, for a realtor such as yourself, what do you normally bring to the office or what do you take with you out in the field when you're meeting with clients and home tours and such? So for the most part, I can do everything that I need to with my phone. And, and if I may inquire, I, iPhone. You're, you're an, iPhone? an iPhone. Okay, fair enough. Sounds good. Yep. If you had an Android phone, that's totally cool as well. <laughs> anyway, yes. what else? Um, so I also use my laptop, which is a Mac. Uh, got a Mac. Okay. Yes. So um, you're in the Apple Click. Okay, I fair enough. I am. Yep. Um, so most of what I can do on my computer, I can do on my phone, and so that's nice because you're really working 24/7. Uh, you can could imagine. be anywhere. Um, my next investment will be an iPad. Oh, you're going for the tablet. Yeah, okay. so in between. Very um, good. For those times when I'm out doing something active, just to have something a little bit smaller but easier to work with documents on. You bet. Yeah. Um, pen and paper are always good. The amount of times I have scribbled something on a napkin or a paper plate or something random that I mm-hmm. can find has been a lot. So, um, that's where all the best ideas come from right? on those, on those yeah. napkins. Just got to organize them. After. Exactly. Yep. Um, 
I am a paper planner okay. person. Can I ask what brand you use, or you have an uh, affinity for one? Um, I just found one off of Amazon. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. You're allowed that. to say that. Okay. We use that a lot. Amazon I often call it Glamazon because yes, we always talk yes. about it a lot. So that's my go-to. Yep. Um, so I found just a pretty basic one that um, I really like that I can do, you know, the full, I like to look at the whole month at once. Yes. And the reason why I do paper instead of on my phone is because I'm often talking on my phone and then I need to look at it. So that's just where I'm at right now. I'm... That's my one old school. Nothing wrong with old left. school. Yeah. We talk a lot about balance with digital and analog mm -hmm. in our life, and it's good that you're employing that. Yeah, it's good to not uh, forget how to write. <laughs> Use your hands. So. <laughs> well said. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and, and as far as your mobile office where you have a laptop and your mm -hmm. phone and perhaps other gear like notebooks, um, are you a backpack kind of person, or do you have another bag that you carry with you? We're kind of, BJ and I are kind of uh, yes. bag nuts. And so we uh, are, I'm just curious what you carry your stuff in. Yeah, so I um, am more of a messenger bag kind of person for my real estate stuff. Um, I just actually ordered one off of Etsy. Oh, yes. Um, made in Greece. Oh, so very good. it's taking a little while to get Slow here. Slow boat, I can imagine. Yes. yes. Okay. Um, so it's just a leather handmade uh, messenger bag. And. Yeah, I am a crafty person, and I like to support small businesses. So. Awesome. And we're, we are of this like mind. That's, yes. That, that's yes. very good. Um, excellent. Uh, well, Katie, let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. um, so you said that you have a 24-7 job, but let's just say you actually end a work day. Uh, <laughs> uh, when the work day is over, should it ever be that way, where in Bellingham do you usually uh, go to unwind? Yeah, so we um, love our house, actually. Uh -huh. we're, we're major homebodies. Um, have a lot of people over for board games and stuff. But when we do go out, um, we hit up the breweries. Is there one, in, one or two in particular that you have really enjoyed that a shout-out yes. would be appropriate? Yeah, Colshan, for oh, sure. Yes. Okay. And, yeah, we live within walking distance, so that's fun. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, very um, good. And then Wander is... Yep. Yep. Very my good. other favorite and so we've been to all of them but um i actually am a cider drinker mm -hmm. so i really like that wander actually makes their own excellent yeah very good, really good. very good now you mentioned board games mm -hmm. um are there are there any did you get any board games for christmas or anything? i got myself one yeah what did we, you get we just got into carcassonne i've never heard of that tell me yeah, about that it's um oh man <laughs> it's a little bit like Catan. okay uh but more complicated with some fantasy built in and it's pretty pricey but it's really fun so yeah i definitely recommend it and amazon again uh very good yes. well yes it's a very convenient place to yes. get uh, <laughs> everything games. all right so um, so you got a couple breweries that you hang out uh mm. with after the work day is over um are, is, is there a secret? Now, I, I've given a couple of secret weapons, like my special places that not many people know about in Bellingham. Uh, I know that a lot of us are familiar with Colson and Wander, but I, I'm putting you on the spot here, Katie, mm -hmm. so I hope you're prepared. Uh, is there a secret spot in Bellingham that's like yours and perhaps your spouse's that no one else knows about that you like going to that's like your own place that you really enjoy, other than your house? Oh, man. We are, so I don't know if this is what you mean, but we're outdoors people. Yep. So um, 
I would say the closest to getting off the grid would be we hike a lot. Um, just got married on Mount Baker. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Um, we, uh, Fragrance Lake, Pine and Cedar Lakes, um, Raptor Ridge, Oyster Dome are all ones that during the spring and summer we try and hit up as much as possible. And uh, my husband, downhill mountain bikes, hikes, runs, tr lots of trail running pretty much every day after work and then he also climbs at vital okay um the vital one downtown mm -hmm. the climbing gym yeah the climbing gym yeah so very active and trying to uh i guess go off trails and find spots and make memories so i don't know it sounds like I, you two are part of the ha uh, uh, subscribe to the hashtag get outside yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah. sounds sounds great so uh finally as we wrap up um so You've been around Bellingham a lot. You've been around uh, Bellingham for a number of years. Yeah, um, my whole life. Your whole life. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you yes. are born and raised. Yes. Uh, Katie Thomas, realtor extraordinaire. What does Bellingham need? I would say going back to the waterfront development um, and tech jobs ah, again. Okay. I would really drive that home. Um, I have a lot of friends who graduated and then moved away, and I have friends living from Vancouver all the way down to Portland, and they all come back to visit a couple times a year, but it's jobs that made them leave. So yeah. I would say definitely more tech jobs, um, and I'm really excited to see what they do with the waterfront. As are many people. Yeah. That's great. Well, uh, Katie Thomas, realtor for the Mulyat Group in Bellingham, thank you so much for joining us on the Bellingham podcast here at Barkley Woods uh, in, in the city of subdued excitement. Uh, thanks very much for your thoughts and your insights. Yeah, thank you. All right, and let's get back to the show. Wow, that's pretty cool. Well, you know, it's always fun to get uh, another perspective on things here in life in Bellingham, and it's obvious that uh, things are moving since Bellingham is so crammed full of homes and residences. You got to push outward in the county. So thank you once again for Katie Thomas. And thank you once again, Moya Group, for letting Katie uh, be on our show. We definitely appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. And uh, for those of you that may be listening to us on Terrestrial Radio, uh, 102.3 FM KMRE. Low power. Community radio right here in Bellingham, Washington. Your community, your voice, your radio station. But it's our voices <laughs> that you're hearing. <laughs> you're not going to let me live that part down, are you? No, I'm not. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, let's let's move on. What are we talking about now? Um, so last but not least, uh, because it is a new year, you and I are doing the great purge. Uh, during the holiday season, you and I both kind of, uh, with our, our spouses, kind of went through this whole like gutting of old junk yeah, that we've had we around the house. A, a good amount of gear in various ways, yeah. Yeah, and so we're shifting gears a little bit because also to get your uh, house in order for the start of the new year, it's also good to get your digital house in your, order. Your online house. Your online house. Yes. It's a brick hat. Okay. Keep no, it no, up. Okay. Yep, you're doing good. Uh, Bye, so, folks. Nice <laughs> listening. <laughs> thanks. That was great. Thanks for joining us. We're out here. <laughs> uh, so, Chris, what do you have about uh, for uh, passwords for coming this new coming year? Okay. So, you know, how many times have you heard me talk about passwords on this show, folks? Maybe 500 or at least 63 times since we've had 63 episodes. Just wake me up when you're done. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's always a good time to... It's never a bad time to update your passwords just from a security standpoint and to decrease the odds that you might get hacked in various accounts. 
especially those that you may have a credit card tied with your uh, account. In instead of logging into a website and drilling through the settings and trying to find that small text that says change password or security or where do I find how to update my password, before you even log into the website, go to blah, blah, blah.com and then look for forgot password. No, I know you know your password, but what'll happen is when you click forgot password, it'll make you enter your email address and you'll receive a direct link that will take you to a web page that you don't have to tunnel through everything. You just type in your new password, hit save, and bang zoom, you got your password updated. And that could save you at least three or four minutes of tunneling and mouse clicks and other things in the future. I wrote a little article about it online. We got a link in the show notes, shameless plug. And so if you want to check that out in my written explanation of this, feel free. I enjoy the page views. <laughs> Is that so, your quiet conversation? No, actually, it's a, it's a, like a Medium article. Oh, you're yes. on the Medium too. Hosted from my personal website. Oh, cool. What's that website again? I don't know. It's www.idontknow.com. Oh, uh, pishposchris.co? What is it? What is it? ChrisPowell.co. There it is. Anyway, now that we're on shameless plugs, um, <laughs> AJ, what are you doing to try to uh, renovate your online house? So one of the things from last season that resonated with me since you said it, and I should have looked up what episode it was, it, to quote you, to quote oh Mr. Dear, Chris here Powell, it comes, here it comes. my inbox is sacrosanct. Yes. So I took that and I was like, that's interesting because me, I was quite the opposite. I see my inbox like... Uh, a specific Gmail that I may or may not have as basically the proverbial junk drawer. You know, the in the desk, you, know, gotcha. you have a desk and it's like everything is pristine, but that one drawer that you yep. shove everything in, that was how I saw my inbox. The minimalist nightmare. Yes. Yeah. Well, because for me, like I would sign up for mail listservs and, you know, for research purposes and stuff. And I've been doing that for years. So I asked myself, self, <laughs> how could I be more like Chris Powell? Oh my goodness. And get re reclaim my inboxes and make them more sacrosanct. And I thought maybe it was, it's, I'm too far gone. I, I thought maybe, because I have been just using it as a junk drawer relentlessly for years. And so I decided, one, uh, I've been, for the last couple of months, I've been using Unroll.me, something that you mentioned a couple of shows back, yes. uh, which only does it part way. Like, so I, I thought by using Unroll, if I hit unsubscribe using their service, it would unsubscribe me from all those lists. Actually, it doesn't. It keeps it in your inbox and puts it in a special Unroll.me folder, and you just start accruing a much more uh, organized junk drawer. Um, you added another drawer. To my junk drawer. That's right. And so I got too much junk in my drawer, Chris. So <laughs> I decided that as I'm getting these 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 junk emails, which are, aren't really junk, it's not spam. These are things that I voluntarily subscribe to, and one by one, I'm unsubscribing myself. So that was that. That's what I wanted to uh, mention on the show. Is now it's the start of a new year. As things come in, don't be like me and just say I'm just gonna whatever. I'll just read it or mark as read or. Just throw it in that folder in your inbox that you are not going to refer to. Purge that stuff out. And before you purge it, click on that email, not the spam ones. If these, these are emails that you have signed up for. Like, for instance, uh, Timbuktu bags, right? Yes. I signed up for their thing because I was looking at buying a new Timbuktu bag, and they always send coupon codes. Chris, I'm not going to buy a Timbuktu bag anytime soon. And if I am, I can just subscribe again if I really wanted to. You can save 20% if you subscribe to their newsletter. Yeah. That's the carrot. Right. So so I, I as Timbuktu sends me a, 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 a an email, and they did this morning, I hit unsubscribe, and Chuck Norris is your uncle. 
one by one, I've been hitting these mailers that have been coming in so I can get off their rolls. And what's interesting is on a typical day, because I don't usually check my email until after work and I get home, right? Good call. And I will open up my, my inboxes and I'll see like a big red badge that says 43. And I'm like, what the hey? And so that little red badge of doom, because usually I have that turned off. I turned it on so I could see how much crap I have been accumulating. And so that badge now at the end of the day is like five. That's pretty cool. And it's actually something I want to read. Congratulations so, for being like Chris Powell. Yes. So, and that only took me about six days. <laughs> so if I can do it in six days, anybody can do it. Unenroll your, uh, unsubscribe from those things that you're never, you know, those overstock things, Facebook notifications. You do not have to go into your Facebook settings. Turn off the email notification. You do not need to know how many likes you get at the end of the day. If you want to see, go to Facebook to see that. Like, there's a lot of things that I realized. FOMO, I'm uh, the fear of missing out on that offer from Timbuktu, or fear of missing out. Oh, that special piece of software that might be free on Cultimac. I don't. I I haven't been using it, so I didn't need it. So I got rid of it. Here's a good way to take a look at what you've accumulated, and are you really going to need that information in the future? If you decide you want to give it a try and unsubscribe. Guess what? You can always resubscribe if you miss it. Right. And so that's a good idea. If I could uh, offer one more idea for inbox um, management, along the lines of unsubscribing from these emails, if you happen to have an an, uh, email account such as Gmail, in that search box, if you type in the word unsubscribe, it will search every email that has the word unsubscribe in there. You might be surprised at how many results you have. Yeah. If you happen to look at who is this from, you might find some in the archives that... In your, if you have a uh, voluminous inbox, you might be able to go, why am I still getting emails from this? And then you can click on it and unsubscribe and then maybe have less in the future to contend with in 2018. Yeah, I so. like it. So that, that's, I guess that's my two unofficial or non-resolution resolutions. We're, it's the unresolution of uh, the, the upcoming year. It is the unresolution episode. You heard it here first, folks. On that note, I think that wraps up with the show. Let's stick a caffeinated fork in this one, AJ. <laughs> uh, thank you again so much for listening to us, rating us, reviewing us on the Google Play, on the SoundCloud, on the Spreaker, and iTunes. You get the point. It's been four seasons. Uh, wherever you listen to our podcast, be sure, if you're in the Bellingham area, to tune in to us on Camry 102.3 FM. Low power. Low power. On that note... Note, see what I did there? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm AJ Barsay. And I'm Chris Bell. Thanks again, once again, for joining us on the Bellingham Podcast. Was a- got, I'm going to have such a headache when this caffeine rush <laughs> <laughs> Really? Really? You have this much caffeine? Yeah, well, you know, it's been a heck of a day. I see ya. I see it. <laughs>